0: to the Pick and Mix Podcast Movie Reviews. This episode we are doing The Conjuring 3. The devil made me do it. Did he? Uh, he did. did, he, what did he made make me do this, do this podcast and that's why it's so shit. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, We, we actually we started this by making a pact with Satan. That's how this the Pick and Mix came about.
0: Yeah, spoiler alert guys. When we say... Stay horny. <laughs> we, actually, we weren't yeah. referring to sex, we were referring <laughs> to the devil.
1: The actual horns on the devil, yeah. We are
0: Satanists. And um, yeah, so we are, <laughs> as you can hear that, I'm joined by uh, my co host Liam. You Hello, have, Liam.
1: Pass me that sacrificial chicken over and I'll uh, get to it. Yeah. Let me
0: just get my goat's head. Let's just do- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're doing uh, The Conjuring 3. Uh, we're going to do it very similar to our Quiet Place 2 review, where we'd speak about you know our thoughts going into the movie, the things we liked, the things we didn't like, and then our overall rating and final Ooh. thoughts on the film. Um, first, just kind of give it a bit of a chat about the film. Yeah, um, obviously, it is a and free. It is written, well, the story is done by James Wan, David Leslie Johnson, McGoldrick. What a name! What that a is. name! Really? Yeah, four names. <laughs> the director is Michael Chavez. Ooh. Michael Chavez. Michael Chavez. And uh, it's based on The Devil in Connecticut by Gerard or Gerald. Sorry, Brittle. Mm-hmm. Starring Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson, uh, amongst others. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's uh, well. It starts off with one of those... Old, like, This is going to be a bit of a spoiler talk as well, guys. We're not that bothered about spoiling Yeah, it's been out for a while. Go see it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's based on, apparently, a true story. They are. Um, yeah. well, are they all all meant are meant to be.
1: Well, Enfield, the, last two, the, last, the last two... I'm a bit of a horror nerd. I don't know if you guys have listened. But you've listened, obviously, to the, the episodes we did on, on uh, American Werewolf and yeah. whatnot. Uh, the second one was based on Enfield. The first one, I can't remember what that was based on. But this one, yeah, this is a true story. And he did actually... All the stuff that happened... It actually seems, of all three of them, the truest, quote-unquote. Like, obviously, get rid of all the weird devil shit, but...
0: Well, the court case is, the court case is really, legit, yeah. isn't it? So, I mean, as true story goes, obviously, they are taken the truth out of these events. Yeah. You know, these events did play out. Whether or not, you know, he did genuinely get possessed by yeah. the devil, um, I, I don't know, but... It's America. Anything yeah. can happen. Like, I still it, find that ridiculous. Someone like, I studied law at university. Yeah, is, it's pissing um, you off every time. It's a master's level, it. level and it, it's just, I sit there and it's like, fuck me, this isn't a defense. I like,
1: honestly, the, 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 the court case element of it I think is what made me like this a lot more than the last two. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get too ha- ahead of ourselves, but I'm positive. I, I'm Much more positive than I thought I was going to be. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I,
0: I was because uh, I mean, spoiler alert, it doesn't really feel like a horror film to me. But, um, that's why you're happy, because you that's why I'm hide happy. behind your girlfriend <laughs> yeah, the entire it. time. <laughs> it's one of the rare times I've been to cinema for a horror film and I've not actually ended up getting laughed at. And, um, and
1: yet weirdly, I've heard a lot of people, a lot of my friends saying they were jumping and scared the whole way through, and I'm just like, you're a fucking pussy. If, maybe, if, Harry, if, if Harry can sit through it and not be scared, you've got a problem. Maybe I'm just growing up. Maybe you are. Maybe yeah. I'm finally rubbing off on you and, wait, well, wait, hold on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Naked baths, what? Uh, no, no uh, but... Yeah, g- g- going into this one, I want to hear what your thoughts were yeah. going into the film specifically because um, there's obviously only two of us. Yeah. And also,
1: <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> I, in terms of my um, like memories of the first and second film, I knew I found them scary. Hmm. I don't particularly remember the plots that much. Yeah. I remember specific scenes. Yeah. Um, and obviously I've seen Annabelle and I've seen a few of the other spin-offs, but not a lot of them. Um, yeah, what man. were your thoughts going into film what were your the, expectations see, on the, the trailer and things like that
1: the Conjuring franchise is really weird for me because as a horror fan like I try to stay on top of every single new big I feel like the Conjuring franchise and the, the world that James Wan wanted to build is almost like the Avengers of horror where it's like really easily accessible they try to build the the universe around it with the, the side stories and the nun and Annabelle and it's a strange one because the, the first two I think are really really good I think the first Conjuring film is probably still the best one like Filmmaking wise, and I thought and
0: that one was really scary. It's genuinely
1: quite scary. Yeah. The second one I have a lot more problems with because, and the main problem I have with the second one is that's two and a half hours long, and a lot of it feels like it's unnecessary bullshit. Like I don't know how well you remember that.
0: Do, um, do you know? I do remember it being long. Yeah. and I feel like with we have like with
1: four different demons in as well. It's
0: yeah, like, it's a point. I feel like with any horror film, especially one that's you know going to use a lot of jump scares things like that, I feel that like after a certain amount, you get ta- hours, you get to, you build a you resistance, get, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you need to have like a somewhat shorter story yeah. or shorter your runtime yeah. to be effective. Cause I feel like like you said, you build up resistance, yeah. especially me. Like we had a conversation before starting recording. We were talking about Insidious Ooh. and how much I really enjoyed Insidious up Wan until thing, the point I saw Darthmore Monster. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Everyone loved that. And, thing. and it it's one of those things where I feel like with horrors, they sometimes push themselves too far yeah. and then they lose what was great about them. Like Insidious for me is a really scary film up until the point you see the actual monster. And I feel like if you hadn't done maybe gone with that choice of monster or maybe not even shown him fully, yeah, I feel like you could have a lot more effective well, mean, like The unknown is a lot more scary than the. It's known, the Jaws you know?
1: technique. The fact that where, when, when Spielberg made Jaws, he was like, well, my, my monster looks stupid. It's a big fucking animatronic shark the scariest thing you can do is hide it. And then whatever the audience imagines is going to be twice as big and twice as scary. Yeah. the same way, the reason Alien works really well and a lot yeah. of the films that do keep the monster hidden. And two kind of goes, and you're right, Insidious, I like, again, as a bit like a haunted house like ride. It's not mm-hmm. really a scary film. It's more like, ooh, monsters jumping out at you every five seconds. It's kind of fun in that way.
0: You know, I mean, obviously not making this an Insidious podcast, but I love that scene. I don't know if it's in the first or the second one where he's walking through the spirit realm. Yeah and you've got all those things popping out yeah, right? yeah. like yes. those, those scenes are like kind of mixed suspense with jump scare but done really well where it's like not yeah. a really glaring because it's
1: creepy It's a bit like yeah. um, uncanny valley-esque where it's like it's, it's it's his house isn't it and it's yeah. like everything's kind of familiar but yet not at the same time
0: it's like when you go to like alton towers yeah or you know somewhere in america like that
1: <laughs> i mean the conjuring
0: franchise the you use... walk through a haunted house yeah. and it's like you get all that jump scare. It's scared. adrenaline all, yeah, right? it, it, yeah, and I feel they did that really well, but...
1: No, I think The yeah. Conjuring as a franchise lost me a lot after, two because then they started doing the spin-offs. Like, I didn't really care for any of the Annabelles.
0: Annabelle was shit. Yeah. Like, I've seen Annabelle. I, I remember... Is it the... the uh, Annabelle the, where she's like, origin or, or, it's, or, it's her origin, origin yeah, yeah. But, and she's at that house and yeah. it just I, it just wasn't scary but the doll itself is scary like I feel like,
1: like I feel like they took away a lot of the fear when you keep overexposing her it's like well yeah. she was scary in The Conjuring because she was there for about 10 minutes and she's mm. like kind of a side story but now that we've had two separate films where she's the main focus I'm not scared of her anymore like mm. it's like what you do with like any of like Chucky or like Freddy Krueger yeah by the third or fourth film you're like right this is more of a joke now at yeah. this point
0: and dolls are scary like it's hard yeah. to fuck that up like look at Dead Silence. Like, underrated, also James Wan film. Is it really? Oh, I didn't know that. Me and Steph were talking about it the other day because I said that film genuinely fucked me up a bit. Like, as it watching it as a youngster, and I it's probably one of the reasons why I don't do well with horror films now. But that's done brilliantly. It's an an underrated
1: gem, like, it's a Mm. weird one. There's like a lot of like because it was right after he did Saw and I think he was trying to like capitalize more because there's a big twist at the end of that. I don't know if I want to ruin Dead Silence for anyone. Um, I mean, you can do, yeah. I think the woman was the, the like the it was like the mother or something that was the puppet all along and the dad was so dead. So the stepmom. Yeah, the stepmom, the step-mom. That was what it was. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, Dead Silence, again, it shows how you do it right. And again, it's very jumpy. It's very kind of suspenseful. Uh, but yeah, I think Annabelle, and especially the nun, I don't know if you ever got around to seeing no, the
0: Nun. No, because the nun's scared me. I
1: almost, no, the thing is it wouldn't.
0: No, but a picture of her
1: the, scared She's me. creepy. Um, yeah, she's a, have you ever seen the actress in real life? Because she's been in a few things and she looks like she was like, I, I don't want to be horrible though, but she looks like she has a face made for horror films. Ah. She's probably a very sweet lady, but she kind of like, Exudes that
0: she's like the woman in a you know American Horror Story, the one, yes. ginger one. Yeah, it's like she's she's always going to be playing the creepy woman. Typecast now, apart from the one time she played Barney Stinson's mom and, <laughs> mother. and even then like she's <laughs> still creepy. creepy. Uh, yeah,
1: um, <laughs> by the nun, the nun was 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 notoriously probably my least favorite horror film I'd seen in the last ten years because it's just unlikable characters zero tension. Like, there's a lot of dark scenes, but you can't see anything in it. Like, it's it's one of those things where it kind of goes the opposite direction where it's just jump scares, really obvious jump scares, but no actual interesting story going on. Like, it's the least interesting story you could imagine with the least interesting characters. Right. And I think that's where, and going into The Conjuring 3, there was a lot of nerves because I'm like, well, it's not being directed by James Wan. It's been directed by the guy who made The Curse of La Llorona, which is... La (laughs) Llorona? Arriba, Arriba. Oh my God. That's racist. (laughs) I apologize in
0: advance. Good job we've got literally zero listeners from Mexico. We're (laughs) getting cancelled.
1: But no, it was directed by the La Llorona guy, which is probably like middle of the pack. It's better than The Nun. It's a little bit better than Annabelle, but it's still not very good. Um, So going into it, I had like minus zero expectations. Like nothing about this was really interesting me. And I think that's kind of why I came out more positive than negative. Mm-hmm. I think it really helps when you don't go in. I think going into number two after the first one, your expectations are quite high. So going into number three after kind of being let down by five or six movies, I had nothing to really expect. And then, it, you know what? It kind of came out swinging and I was really impressed.
0: Do you know, for me going into it, I felt... I had no expectations in terms of when I'm going to go in and enjoy this film. Yeah. my I was nervous because quite honestly, the, like the first... The first conjuring film is the one that I me- remember the most. And yeah. that, that one did scare me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so as someone who isn't a particularly massive fan of horrors, that are, like I like thrillers and I like kind of like slasher horrors, but mm. ones that are gonna go out to scare you, I'm not a big fan of because I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> you can say, um, you can say pussy, yeah, I'm a pussy. <laughs> but I actually um I went into some no expectations and it actually came out. Ple- pleasantly yeah. surprised you know what because
1: I, I, I saw it before you and I remember texting you and I remember saying like Harry I'm, I think you'll be fine like I don't think you're going to go in and because I, I said to you it's not really a horror film it's no. more of a and this is the way I, I, I'm quite proud of this I'm, pr- I'm sure other people have said this too but it feels like a, a dumb Christian action film I don't mean that like in, a, in a, like Christians are dumb. No offense to any Christian, but it feels like it's like super Christians almost, like yeah. fighting the devil.
0: <laughs> it's like if like they did like Jesus versus zombies. Um, Literally, it's, like... Like, it's
1: uh, and, and I think from that angle, it, it runs really fast. It's a lot faster paced than the last one. There's ah. not like it's. I think it's like a good night, uh, an hour and a half. I don't think it's much over that.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean that's probably the, the one of the, the the positive. I mean, we'll move on to what we liked about it. Yes, yeah, do it. But um, one of the positive things is it's not a really long film. No, so like. And it, the pacing of it's really good as well. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you know you're dragging anything out. They get very much to like the crux of the story very quickly. Yeah. Um. You know the, the setup I think is really good. Like the initial scene. Yeah. With um, like the possession of the little boy. It's quite um, spooky, really. It's yeah. quite spooky. I was glad that they didn't focus on the boy because the boy actor was getting a bit much for me. <laughs> a bit over the uh, Do you know what it is? I, mean, I think child, child actors. Is- I just I'm not. It, I'm not particularly keen on.
1: Ninety percent of child actors don't. They're not there yet. Yeah. Like It's hard to go back and watch those early Harry Potter films without exactly Well, doesn't. do you know what? The
0: thing is, Like you look at the early Harry Potter films, we've spoken about this already, but it's like one in three chance of them being good, isn't it? Daniel Radcliffe Literally. is the one Literally. person who's grown up to be a good actor. The other two, yeah. you know... Ooh. Yeah, um,
1: you, you really hedge your bets when it comes to kid actors, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but what I like about it as well is this is the first Conjuring film not to start with like another story, because the first two start with like a, another case file from the Ed and Lorraine Mm-hmm. Case files. Whereas this one gets straight into the meat of what the story is going to actually be, so there's less filler, I think. Yeah. So the first one starts with Annabelle, but then it goes on to the family um, with the witch, doesn't it? The second one starts with the Defeos with the the Amityville horror murders, and then goes on to the nun and uh, oh, the of end. Of course, film. yeah. Yeah. So this is yeah. the first one to start without like a almost like a false open where it doesn't kind of it kind of leads straight into the story, which like I like.
0: like the office with the cold open. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: this is I think from that get go, I was watching, I was like, well, okay, this hopefully might mean it's a bit more streamlined. We're gonna get just get one story and not again. The problem with two, there was about three different fucking stories going on, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I don't think I need that in a horror film. Yeah, I'm there to have a good time. I'm not there. I, I mean, I don't want to say I don't want to be like surprised or kind of brought along for a really good narrative. I actually think, and the positive for me, I actually think the story is probably the most interesting of the three. That again, like what I said earlier with the core case. Well, I liked it.
0: Do you know what? I think that that is one of the huge positives about it, is the fact that they've taken a particularly interesting story yeah. and the fact that. A man who is, you know, on trial for murder, yeah. and he's using his defense of demonic possession. So, oh, I mean, God. realistically, that it regardless of what your thoughts are and whether the, whether or not the man is either insane, guilty, and in using an excuse or whatever, <laughs> it presents an interesting yeah. topic. And I think the fact that they have that story then they're working within like is a true story as far yeah. as you know, this is the case that was presented happened. They've got those parameters to work in, so That's there's it. not a lot of wr- wriggle room for them to change it. So realistically, they're just adding meat to the bone. That's it. Um, yeah. And I think they do that. They do that well, um,
1: and they do it with humor.
0: I think yeah, what I it's mean- it's it's funny. Like, I don't know if it's intentionally funny. I think there are some, but again, coming out, but,
1: like, coming off the, the heels of a quiet place too, which none of us really liked. Yeah. It's nice to see a horror film with a bit of a sense of humor. I think mm. there's like one scene where the uh, they, they're hiring the lawyer to defend him, and she's like, "There's no way that
0: they are ever going to get away with this." Uh, yeah, she's it's like, oh yeah, like, come to int- our house. And uh, we'll, intru- we'll introduce you to Annabelle. Did <laughs> they just cut straight to the? Yeah. the, the, the uh, I thought that was really funny. No, it is, and yeah, I suppose the, there's definitely unintentional humor within yeah. within this film. Um yeah, it's silly. but it, it what I like is that. Uh, a lot of horror films take themselves far too seriously. Yes. I don't think that this film does at all. No, um, And it meant that I enjoyed it as well. Um, you know, we'll get onto the things I didn't like as much, mm-hmm. but you know, one thing I didn't like, it wasn't particularly scary, not even close, um, but it was still, it was still kind of gripping. There were, there were some interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I thought the guy who played, the, the person who's up for murder, he was uh, quite, Rury, uh Rory. Hang on, I've, I've got you his, go, name. You his name. Google his name. He's he's quite. Good. I think he's quite good. I don't I, know, d- if, I I don't at know if I'm pronouncing this right because it's like R U A I. Well, it was R-I. his. It's, R-I. R-I. it's Rory it's O'Connor having a stupid name. So Rory Rory O'Connor will yeah. go with. I thought him is like the 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 guy who takes over the possession of the child. Yep, yeah. um, and then goes on to murder a kennel owner. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is I thought he was really good. Yeah. Um. Like I said, when they started for the child being possessed, because I didn't know the story of yeah. you know, the story no. that they were. Being you know what? Upset. Neither did
1: I. Weirdly. Um.
0: And I thought when 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 the kids started, I was like, Do you know what? Like, he's way too over the top, and I'm, mm. I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy it. Um. But when he took over, and he him and the girl, uh, they, they have really good chemistry.
1: You know, this is the thing. Like, I think what this does better as well is the other films kind of focus a bit too much on side characters and ones that aren't important and. Um, like I don't know if you remember the second one, but they have this whole subplot with the crooked man that comes out of nowhere, where it's like, well, this monster, wasn't even, all, yeah, this monster yeah. wasn't even introduced. Whereas I think this one focuses on one bad guy. There might be like the little monsters, but they're all kind of like his, the, the bad guy's henchmen, um, and yeah, it focuses on its strengths, which for me is Ed and Lorraine because Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are always good. They're always good. They are so they're having a good. You can tell they're having a good time. I think that helps as well. But
0: Do you know? I think isn't Patrick? Is it Patrick Wilson? Isn't it? Yeah, he's like a huge horror fan. You can tell like? he's in
1: loads of horror um,
0: Yeah, I, I just think that like it shows because yeah. you know he's, uh, you know, you see it in performances. I mean, I always go back to things like Marvel because it's one of the things I've got bigger interest in. Yeah, but you always watch like the films, like the X Men films, where like Jennifer Lawrence, after the she, first X Men, she clearly just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And you know how good of an actress she is. Like Silver Liners Playbook,
1: fun. she spawns it in. She in phones day, it yeah. in.
0: And for someone like, you know, these two, like uh, Vera Farmiga, to yes, say, yeah Yes, Vera yeah. So those two playing uh, Ed Lorraine, like they they work so well together. And they together. have great chemistry. Like, like, really, great really chemistry. well together. But um,
1: well, this is what I mean. Like it's just super Christians fighting the devil. And I love it. Like that, I say, I'm saying that as a positive, like it's, it's a lot, it's a fun, dumb Christian action film, but you're right. There's a negative. If you go in expecting horror film, you're probably going to be really let down because there's, there wasn't a moment of real tension where I felt like, oh, shit, I'm on the edge of my seat. Maybe in the morgue slightly. Maybe. There was some cool like horror scenes. Like The scene at the end where he was in the hospital bed and he was getting possessed was quite cool to look at, horror-wise. Like, there were yeah. some interestingly like, developed scenes. Um,
0: Can I just say one thing yeah, as well? Yeah. The soundtrack to the film is fantastic. It's really good. Um, it's one thing I always pay attention to. I feel like soundtracks, uh, I mean, they've always been a big part of movies, but especially when you get into something like... Um, you know, when, when Guardians of the Galaxy came yeah. out, and it's, the, the soundtrack is part of the film, yeah, like I feel like it's being u- utilized a lot more, like Baby Driver as well. Oh, God, films Baby like Dark that where solid. the soundtracks like are so important to the film. I think they utilize because it's at the right as well, time.
1: isn't it? Like I can't. Was it? Is it the eighties that's set or the nineties? Seventies,
0: 70s, 70s or 80s. Seventies, 80s, right? Yeah, because yeah,
1: they all were set you know, during that period well, of time. There's yeah.
0: one song I think it's Blondie, Call Me, Call Me, yeah, with, um, which they use really well, and they use it really well. Where basically it's when he's um, the, the Rory. Um, is getting uh, Rory, my Rory. boy, uh, when he's getting when he's starting to get possessed after the initial kind of opening scene, yeah. and he stabs. Uh, don't, per- you know,
1: what, I don't blame him for the stabbing. No, no he's he annoying he as fuck. I, I would have stabbed him hours yeah. before.
0: <laughs> but that scene's done really well. Like they had obviously the transformation where yeah. he believes that this person's turned into a werewolf, yeah. and he then goes and stabs him. Um, but like it's like Cormie's playing yeah. in the background, and it's done so well. And then later on, when he's in a psych ward in the prison. Uh, one of the inmates or something starts like saying the song, You Call Me Baby, yeah, boy. and it's like a callback to it that feels. when he initially gets um possessed, and it, it's done so so well. I like that the devil's um,
1: a fan of Blondie, like, I think that's yeah, yeah that, I, I always well, rock it. and
0: roll is the devil's work, yeah, you know. He sold us, uh, was it James James, James Robinson, oh, Robinson or something, yeah. sold us to the devil? Um, we've probably got our name, wrong. butchered that yeah. whole fucking
1: thing, probably um, don't
0: don't kill us. Sorry, um, I yeah. will google it quickly, but yeah, I do you know what? I think. I don't think this is an amazing movie. No, it's not at all. But it's it's really enjoyable. It's like a popcorn flick. Yeah. And it's like as someone who isn't a massive horror fan, I went into this like thinking like, oh my god, I'm not going to enjoy this. It. I always get tense at start horrors, but I actually really enjoyed yeah. it. And uh, not for like I, I don't even class it as a horror. No, I It's it almost has a feel like I know it's not meant to be, but for me, like, I had a feel like Cabin in the Woods, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 where it's like a kind of comedy horror, but it's not humor, meant yeah. to be. Well, it's, um, it's a
1: popcorn film. I think at the end of the day, yeah. I'm, like, I'm closer to calling it something like, again, it's like the horror equivalent of The Avengers where it's just popcorn, fun, dumb. You'll want to watch it once, probably never want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, because I'm obviously like quite big in the horror crowd, and I've actually heard a lot of people um, come out and really dislike it, and they're like, oh no, it's just kind of, it's like mainstream horror almost. Like It's almost like they're, they're too cool for it. And I just think that's a really weird perspective to take on it, because I think if you go in, you go in expecting a good ninety minutes. You're not I was never bored. There was not a moment where I was like, Oh, this is running a bit long in the tooth. I want to be out of here. I'm bored. Not didn't happen once. And I think that's a sign of a good film, regardless. Like it's not you're right, it's never gonna be a masterpiece. It's never gonna be in anyone's top ten films or any even horror films. Mm. Um but it's in, it's it's quite high in top ten conqueroring oh, films.
0: I just remembered as well. Um it it's um sorry, just just to interrupt you, it was Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Yes, who yeah, yeah. sold the salt. What did he say? John um, Robertson. John Robertson. <laughs> like, the fucking
1: first two letters. Um, Sammy Lee. Sa- Sammy Junior. Babis, Jr. Yeah, whatever he's called. Samuel L.
0: Jackson. Uh, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> um, I would watch Samuel L. Jackson in a Conjuring film just swearing at the fucking devil, like, yeah. I'm <laughs> sick of these motherfucking demons in this motherfucking child.
0: <laughs> Get out! John <laughs> um, John Noble. Oh shit, I forgot Yeah, no, yeah. I, I want to mention this. So uh, people who don't this know blew my mind who don't know John <laughs> Noble uh, or don't know him by name. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of the Lord of the Rings, he's yeah. a steward of Gondor. Um For me, dad. Like, I, I'm a big
1: Lord of the Rings fan, but I don't know if you've ever seen Fringe, because he's one of the main characters uh-huh. in, it's like a very X Filesy show. It came out um it was JJ Abrams produced show. Oh right. Came okay. out about two thousand I want to say two thousand seven. He's um the main one of the main characters in that and he's wonderful. But yeah, obviously Lord of the Rings as well. So when I saw him, I was like, fuck, it's uh it's Walter infringe, and that was a big kind of geeky moment for I me. I
0: really liked his part as well. So basically he plays this retired priest who um basically lives he he's spoiler, a recluse, isn't he? I'm spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. he's like a recluse at this point because he was really deep into kind of um infiltrating uh, a satanic cult, um, which his daughter's now become part of or uh, yeah. you know interested in because she is a witch essentially. Basically. Um a demon somewhere. But he plays his part, and he's not really in much of the film. But what he is in, like he, he's really good. He,
1: he, he leaves his mark on the, the few scenes that he's in. He's really, really came,
0: good addition to the film. Yeah,
1: because he has this like blend of like very... He, he himself is quite creepy because his house is like full of this occult stuff.
0: His his voice, I mean, his accent. So the one good. thing I'm really glad at is that the... I don't think you could with someone like him like make him do a different accent. No. But he comes in, he does this like... Hello, I'm oh, yeah. a
1: priest. He quickly has joined the list of actors that I'm going to be really upset about when he dies. Like he's mm. like quite high on that list of I'm going to be genuinely devastated when he when yeah. you go because you he's got such a presence, and especially in a film with I think Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, they command the screen. Like even when they're all together, he's the focus point, and he's like, mm. and you kind of know after the first interaction that he's going to have more in the plot. You are like, well, we're not just going to leave that there. And yeah. the way they bring him back, I think, works really well. And again, you have a quite a lot of sympathy for the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. there's any emotional way, it's kind of with him. Like, you're like, well, this shit, he's had a kind of a bad run of it here. Yeah. And I actually kind of genuinely felt
0: for Do him. you know what? There's, there's, I mean, there's distinct parallels between him and uh, the, the what's that surname, Lorraine? Uh, the Warrens. The Warrens. Yeah. There's, there's parallels between them, in the sense that they're people of Christ. Yeah. And they have a basement full of, or a room dodgy shit. full of dodgy shit that you know is locked up, and yeah. he says, "You know, she'll never be seen again." Um, you know, what? I never thought about it like that. Like the there's, you know, there's a distinct parallel. The, the daughter, the, the daughter, his daughter is the big bard of, yes. of, the, of the thing. So I don't really know what she is. She's a witch, essentially, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's
1: almost like a cultist. But she's so, a cultist, yeah. but
0: she summons the demons that yeah. then go on to possess small people throughout the film. Um, and I feel that like she's, yeah. You can't really say she's an amazing performance because you don't see much of her. Yeah, they use her very sparingly. Yeah. But I like the fact that they oh, use her sparingly do, yeah. because it keeps it's what we said about in series. Once you see the monster, once you see the threat, it's not scary. then like yeah. for me as a person who's scared of horrors, I calm down because I'm like, right, okay, that is what I'm dealing yeah. with. Whereas, like, you know, obviously I didn't find this very scary, but the fact that they keep her kind of like as an like almost an unknown entity, yeah, no. and you don't really know quite what she is, or what she's doing, why she's doing it, which I'll get into in the things mm-hmm. I don't like as well. But, it, I think it works perfectly to keep her the way they did, and I think it works in the sense of you keeping that suspense, you know?
1: And I think it helps that she's just a human as well. I think a lot of that, like, the whole premise of the film is the devil made me do it, but at the end of the day, having the, the bad guy, she's just a She's just fucked up. Like they kind of go into her history a little bit, and the whole thing is she just really likes occult stuff, mm. which I think again lends back to the Warrens thing because they keep all their occult stuff, and who's because they have a daughter as well, don't they, the Warrens? Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I
0: mean, like obviously, I don't know the real story of the Warrens. What happened to them? What None saying? of this happened. Let's I, be honest. Like no. they made all this up. <laughs> let's be no, but, yeah. <laughs> I love how there's that scene at the end of the film, isn't there, where the that, well, I think it's the actual Warrens yeah. who are on a show talking about it. I, and, not, it and it's just like you guys, the good the good charlatans, the good yeah. con men. And
1: I, I don't want to, because they're both dead now, so they're not going to get upset. If you're like a distant relative of the Warrens and you're listening to this podcast, then I'm very sorry. But your, see, friend, I'm, I'm, your I'm, great I'm, grandparents were fucking charlatans.
0: See, I'm someone who doesn't believe in ghosts at all. Yeah. Despite the fact that, you know, the films scare me, I'm not, no, I don't not believe in ghosts. Yeah. Like, I find films where like it's a real human threat. Yeah. Like a lot more scary cuz I'm like this is actually something that could happen yeah. or maybe has happened. Um, you know, but I, it's just funny it's like cuz I feel that, like watching some footage of the actual Warrens compared to the mm. the film Warrens they they played them quite it's, legit, yeah, yeah. And um it's just it's I did just, the research. I can't believe that these people are real like how are they you know.
1: I want to know what they're like because there's like these these like overblown action scenes. There's like one scene and again. I won't go too much into it for spoilers, but there's one scene where uh, Lorraine is literally hanging off a cliff and Ed like does that action hero thing where he like leaps at the last second to grab her hand I'm like that didn't happen there's no fucking
0: way like don't bullshit me I mean like it's like when they take them into the woods and she's like having these flash scenes where she's seeing like the actual event happen and Mm. I'm just like that didn't happen
1: they probably did a few seances they probably talked to the police a little bit they like she might have went into a trance and was like oh yeah but that's about it
0: Like, especially in that time like it's probably a lot easier to convince people that like you know there's the spirits. It's much yeah. harder to
1: do now because people are, in, I don't want to say more intelligent because again, if you I believe feel in like, those, that's I fine. I feel
0: like them in real life, right? You know when like you see a film like The Avengers and you see like, yeah. the actual final product <laughs> of like um like for throwing his hammer yeah. and lightning coming out and then you see like the actual green screen version and it's them just going <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> i think that's what it would yeah. be
1: like <laughs> or if like if, uh, if someone watches the avengers and in real life dresses up as spider-man and they like try and jump off a building and they just die <laughs> <laughs> um but again it's fun it, it, it's very much like a turn your brain off kind of you will enjoy this as a dumb stupid movie um there are like there are elements that I didn't love. Like going back to like the. Well, we'll just we'll just get yeah, into that. We'll get into, into
0: the things we don't like. I
1: think she she's a really good villain, but then she kind of almost summons some things that I think like the the way she kind of does her villainousness is a bit detached. Like there's a scene in the morgue which I think there's that,
0: there's no like there's there's no causality no, there. Right? Yeah. There's no there's no reason for her doing that. Scene was was the scene my in biggest morgue. problem. Like yeah. I said to Steph after because she she just didn't like the film at all. And I I said to Steph I said my biggest issue is, is like why was she doing it? Yeah. Like, why was she targeting yeah. this specific family? W- was she trying to, like, summon the devil? Like, what? Like, because I, I don't really know that much about devil-worshipping cults so know totally that their, their, to their know what their purpose is. Cults. You know what I mean? <laughs> so when I'm watching this, I'm like, well, why is she doing that? Yeah. I'd like to know that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I don't want it to drag so far that we go into a full backstory. But if... She, even just the scene where, like, if John Noah said, well, she is trying to summon the devil. To That's come a quite back. a good impression. Yeah. You know, if, mm-hmm. she, if she did that, yeah. Um, then, yeah, fair enough. I'd be, like, very much like, all right, I understand why yeah. she's doing it. Now, there's, no, there's real... no reason. It's just the fact of yeah. chaos. And while the Joker likes chaos, like, it's sometimes it, it, you need a bit of you structure. Want a little bit more weight, don't you? Yeah,
1: I think again, like the, the scenes that bothered. Me. I think for me, especially the scenes where um, a lot of that they do kind of try and build a lot of suspense and a lot of jump scares that don't really play off as well. Uh, so there's a moment in the morgue where they kind of resurrect, where the, the, the bad guy resurrects his corpse, and they do this like lingering thing where they're like, "Oh, scary corpse, what's going to happen?" And then it like runs that uh, thing. It just it's very <laughs> obvious. They do they do try and make these scenes of like um, of jump scares that I just think fail really bad this in the, the waterbed didn't do for me either like there's, there's no like scenes, it's because yeah.
0: they're so they're like you can, telegraphed as well. yeah, yeah you can see them coming up from like a mile off and i feel like for someone like me like i cannot quite often see a jump set coming but yeah. quite often i will still jump yeah i didn't jump once no. throughout this whole film um yeah, yeah and it, it, it's so I don't, like again this might be me finally becoming desensitized so, to horrors and i, I mean, might actually actual start <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> do you know what? i i don't know if i told this story in the podcast but there was one time that me and Seth stayed in it's a really fancy hotel but it's like there were like apartments really big apartments mm-hmm. in newcastle and um we stayed in there we we're watching i think it was the new evil dead love it i'm a massive uh, the fan. the remake I'm right a massive fan. and we watched it and we had this like room and i had like an alcove in going yeah. into the living room and I was on the side of the bed watching the film where, like, the rest of the room was open to me mm-hmm. and the rest of the, the, the hotel room. Um, I made a swap sides. Nice.
1: You so. were like, you could die first. Yeah, that's what like, <laughs> I was like. I need to
0: be back against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I was Fuck like, you, Steph. Like, six foot plus rugby player who's, like, you know,
1: I was about to sorry. Say, like, I, would, I would be hoping if, if a guy burst in right now, I'm hoping you'd be able to protect me. But yeah, I think. If it, a, if it was a ghost, you'd be like,
0: fuck that, guys. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I but feel like... we f- spirit. an actual Sorry, I'm just fucking around with my drink on the floor you here. You get sorry. yourself settled, um, my friend. You get yourself settled. You know, gen- genuinely, right? I feel like if I was in the horror film, I think people would already look at me and think, probably going to die quite early. Um, um, I think I'd survive to the end.
1: Yeah, I think you wouldn't wouldn't fuck around with things. Like I said, mm. if we talk about Evil Dead. You'd be, if someone was like reading from the Book of the Dead, you'd slap that shit out of the hands and then slap them. I say, just like, wouldn't what be What do you that? fucking do it? I wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, that. I'd, I'd
0: be that one guy. I'd be like, you know what, guys? I'm probably going to so go home now. Cancel, I'm not interested. You saying I should
1: cancel the trip i for us to go the Cecil Hotel uh, the next couple of weeks? Where?
0: Oh, is that the one? Ooh. Is that the
1: one in America? I haven't actually booked it.
0: That's a, that's not possible. I think it's closed at the minute. I watched the Netflix thing on yeah. that. I didn't enjoy it. It's all right. I thought the people exploited them very nastily. No, oh, well. I didn't, yeah. Poor little Canadian
1: girl. Do you know the story behind the movie Dark Water, by the way? Like, this is like, completely off the
0: Dark Water is with Mark Ruffalo.
1: No, 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 not that one. The, it's a Japanese horror film about the exact same thing that happens at the Cecil where a little girl goes missing. Um, it's about the same guy who did the original Ring movie. Uh, little right. girl was missing, ghost starts to appear in it's the movie. It's quite different ground. to
0: the Teflon story. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah,
1: very different to that one. Uh, but she ends up, the, the, the twist at the end is she ends up, she, she was in the water cooler the whole time. All oh, right. Uh, but that yeah. happened a year, a year before the Cecil thing. Like, I pretty sure that film came out about a year before the so Cecil thing. So this guy is like
0: the Simpsons of. Yeah, like- I
1: predicted this poor woman drowning in that fucking water cooler. Again, totally off topic what we're talking about, but fuck it. It's it's our podcast, not yours, sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm quite honest, guys, this will all work out for you because when you're doing a quiz somewhere, and a question comes up, there like, what go. hotel was famous yeah. you know, in 2020 because of, uh, you know, some girl drowned in what Curly Bear House. It's, yeah, there it's, you it's go.
1: The You can thank us and you can send the check to Harry Levison at... I don't know what your that is. That's <laughs> not how you send checks either. Um, it's 2021. Who sends checks anymore? Just uh, cash up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: PayPal, yeah, paypal is. PayPal uh, yeah. is. Um, yeah.
1: Back to, back to Conjuring. Uh, yeah, is that what we're doing? <laughs> I can't remember. There's this quiet place again? It's just not scary. There's nothing to it that's really scary. But I think that's my only real criticism. I think I liked everything else about it's really well filmed.
0: It's that that has got to play a part Massively. in your scoring of the film because of the fact that it is labelled oh, as a horror film. Yes, oh, if no, this absolutely. was labelled as like an, yeah. an, a Christian action film, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, fucking ten <laughs> out of ten, guys, you've done a great job. The only thing I really didn't like is the flashbacks uh-huh. of the the Warrens. I thought they, it, it kind of took me oh, out. Oh, right. The, so yeah, throughout met. the film, they did the, like yeah, yeah. they did this uh, flashback where basically it was back to where the Warrens met and they were under this gazebo and had a bit of a kiss in the dance. The kiss, and kiss. it for me, I mean, I know it was to pull, it was used to pull um, Patrick Wilson's character out of, his possession at one point, yeah, wasn't it? yeah, yeah. Um, I just felt that that felt really out of place in the film, like those flashbacks. And I felt it felt like a different film at that point, it felt like
1: a lifetime movie, like a, like a romantic, yeah, it was a bit weird, a bit out of place. But they did this thing with it with his heart attacks as well because he's having heart attacks all the way through, isn't he? Yeah, and they have that, really, it, he keeps it,
0: forgetting his pills.
1: They have that very, I think they try to go for sweet, but that bit at the end that's kind of corny where she has like, I had the pill in my locket the whole time, and I'm like, that's kind of cute, but it's also really sickly and kind yeah. of gross as well, like, oh. Yeah. Go back to the fucking stupid Christian action movie stuff or the horror stuff. Um, weirdly enough, I think this guy, the director, again, I can't remember his name. The guy did La Llorona. The Chavez, Chavez. 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 Uh, I just don't think he's very good at horror. I think he's a good director because this is the thing with La Llorona. It's very well filmed. It's very well acted. It's well put together. But it's again, it's just the least... these. This one and La Llorona are the least two scariest films in the Conjuring mm. universe. He's a good director. But I'm wondering if maybe he would be better doing another type of film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard because I don't want to criticize too too much, but it feels almost like a spoof.
1: It's just yeah, it's a bit comical, isn't it? Yeah. Like Unintentionally um, sometimes. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't mind too you know what I wouldn't mind seeing him have a crack at a comedy. Yeah. Like um, he's got a good comedic style from yeah, what the hell. Yeah, I just think that Fucking give him an Avengers film. There was nothing original about yeah. the, the the whole horror setup though. In yeah. terms of like the scenes, it's very much like dark, 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 something moving in the background. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, pretty much. Although the one thing I did like is the scene where, basically, where the the people who were getting possessed all of a sudden like come around, and like they realise that they're attacking someone. So I think that bit was quite good. The best,
1: yeah, I think the the, the best uh, the best horror scene for me anyway is the last scene in the hospital. And it, because there's elements of that yeah. as well, and again, not because it's scary, because it's well filmed, it's well put together, and there's some creepy imagery in it. Like the way it always gets me, like contortionists, like when people contort their body and like crack bones that like they're not meant to go in the right place. And the scene at the beginning with the kid, where he's like basically just crab walking all over the table. Yeah. Something about that freaks me out a little bit. Like it's just the uncomfortableness of it, and like the
0: contortion is yeah. like always weird. Do you know what? As well, like I um, I said this. I think with a quiet place, you know, with like where we say mm. like play within your own rule set. Yes. They say it's a true story, okay? <laughs> yeah. Now, I know that, obviously, to them, her powers are real. Yeah. But I think they relied far too much. I mean, I don't know if this... Obviously, <laughs> they're really saying right. this genuinely happened, but they rely far too much on... Um, uh, thingy... Oh, game... Yeah. What's it called? What's, no. What's the woman? Vera for character. Vera yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the uh, character? Uh, and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. Lorraine Warren. Yeah. They, they, they rely far too much on Lorraine's character yeah. being able to, like, kind of have a link with this devil worshipper and see... Yeah. What's happening? and I can't remember that being a massive part of the other. Films. It's a little
1: bit in two because that's how she discovers the name of Alec. Like, but what they do, what they do, and I think they drop the ball a little bit in this one is in two. They have that has consequences when she does that. She's either really, I mean, she she has the scene where she's quite drained and she's yeah. trapped in the other one. But there's like usually she's that she invites demons in that way, and it's like yeah. a bit of a. But again, you're right. It almost brings this this when they have those, those scenes of like basically this character has a superpower. Like, yeah. well, this isn't a, a horror film anymore, is it? Like if she's she's basically one of the Avengers at this point. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like she's fucking trans. She's basically Doctor Strange. She's just going into different fucking realities.
0: Yeah. And like that final scene where basically they're they're saying that because this woman who's like the Devil woman worshiper, Devil woman. she's leaving like these artifacts underneath all the houses of the possessed people to possess them. Now they go to a house and they have to destroy this table yeah in order to kill her curse uh and the the, the devil then possessed the de- demon and takes her soul as forfeit but i just it was so kind of you knew where it was going yeah like you never were in any doubt that it wasn't going to happen you know yeah. i just feel like there's no real tension there's
1: no stakes and i find out what the actress was called who played because she i've recognized her before i'm having a little quick look uh
0: professor mcgonagall
1: yeah, it's Maggie Smith. Yeah, yeah it's Maggie Smith. It's um, Maggie Smith. But you are right. There's no. There's no real tension. There's no real like stakes. We're always pretty sure everyone's going to be fine. All of our good guys are going. to Eugene Bor. Bo- These names today are really fucking up. Eugene Borderant, and she was in the Hunger Games and a bunch of other things. I've seen her. in at? she's in fight club. Hold on, I'm gonna. We're taking a quick break to look at IMDb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because we are the most professional podcast on the internet. Bonjour, bonjour. What was, she in, what was she in fucking Hunger Games? She was some creepy old bitch. That's the Oh, was she Maggie? I don't fucking know. I've not seen the Hunger Games since it came out. You yeah, know, Maggie, have you seen Hunger
0: Games? I've seen them, yeah, yeah. Right, if you know the books, Maggie's, I think the one who, who was the with, first one. You know, um, oh, I can't remember his name now. Beatty, the yeah. black guy. Oh, uh, was that her? Oh, no, now I don't know who it is. You know, I think that's I think that's who it is. No, oh. no, actually, hang on. I think she's Wirus. Maggie is Phoenix' friend. Who's Virus? Virus is so you got Wyrus and Beatty. This is now a Hunger podcast. Wyrus <laughs> and Beatty are the two from one of the, I think District three or four. Yeah, that's her. Uh,
1: is it her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her.
0: So, yeah, so she's a lot younger there, and she's less basically. Creepy. They're like the ones who are techie. That's cool. Um, I can't remember what what's the, the, the black guy got. He's going to be doing the voice. He's in, um, of he's in
1: Bond. He's yeah, really in Bond, isn't he? Oh,
0: oh, right. We'll, we need to Google we'll this, do this as well. Like, we'll keep doing right. it. Right. Actually, don't tell me your name. Give guess. me the first letter. Bernard, okay. I think. No, no, he's Bernard in. Uh, fucking, what's it called? I can't even remember that now. Um, Um, he's. What else is he? Westworld. He's Bernard and Westworld. Yeah. Um,
1: I'll give you that I'll give you this. Give me the first letter. This is like an on-screen, on-mic quiz, like just for Harry. You guys can play a play along. The thing is, everyone at this point is already screaming at us. Everyone's like, it's this guy you fucking idiots?" so We should have
0: been well prepared. Although we weren't gonna, we weren't gonna talk. We weren't going to be talking about the Hunger Games. Oh, this is so annoying. Because he's going to be in Marvel's What If. He's going to be voicing The Watcher. Oh, is he The Watcher? Yeah. Because I've not found him either. Um, What's his name in Bond? Just, just search Casino Royale. He should be one of... Oh, Westworld. He'll be one of the first people to come on. Yeah.
1: Okay, begins with a J. A J? Yeah. I... Right.
0: His first
1: name begins with a J. Yeah. He's Felix in the Bond films. Yeah, it's not John. J-E. I love a consonant, Carol. a <laughs> vowel. Uh, What's his was,
0: second name again with?
1: W. Jeffrey Wright? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah boy. boy. Ten
1: points to Gryffindor. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Wright, was he in this movie? No, just... he's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought we were going to be more focused than this, but this is like so far we've talked about fucking Hunger Games, Darkwater, every other film other than The God Both Dark Both Dark
0: Waters. Yeah, um, that's a really good film, by the it way. Is. No, it's really good. That I mean, was
1: the one, I was one It was one of the first films I saw. Last ones I saw, post Lockdown. Was it Paul's Lockdown? Well, I saw I it on like, Prime, so I don't know. Ah, me and my mum saw it. It's really good. It's scary. I, yeah, it, that's really, kind of that's scary. Than by the way, film, guys, like,
0: that is a true story. Go and yeah. fucking watch that. It's on Prime. It out. It is out. really worrying. Yeah, like, it's like you, everything
1: you're consuming is poisonous. Yeah, <laughs>
0: if you don't, if you use Teflon pans, you might want to think again. Yeah, I think
1: I use them as well. is the thing Like I think I've had Teflon in the past, but yeah, The Dark Waters massive recommendation to both of them actually, both the Japanese one and the uh the microphone and one. now that i'm not a puss i might watch that it's the, the thing is dark waters isn't scared. I, oh. i'm gonna educate now that you're not a puss which i like you using the word puss not pussy yeah. <laughs> a little pussy cat. <laughs> um i'm gonna start educating you on horror we're gonna start with the big boys stuff soon but this is, again i think i keep saying this on a lot of the the horror stuff i've covered recently New age horror. We're kind of in, we're in a bit of a renaissance at the minute with really good stuff. Like horror songs. Horror songs with like Ariaster and Jordan Peele and stuff like that. Like I know I wasn't a massive fan of Us, but Get Out and like, I didn't like Midsummer and Hereditary. Like I'm a massive fan of a lot of the intellectual new horror. It, it's making the game harder for stuff like The Conjuring, I think, and I think films like The Conjuring and Insidious are kind of dying out a bit. And
0: I think that it's making the game harder for horror films like The, like the Conjuring that take themselves. Seriously, yeah.
1: Which is why I'm appreciative. You know what I mean? One. If
0: you go, in, if they go into a market themselves, not as, as a bit of fun. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and scare you by yeah. jumping in. Yeah, It's not like meant to be anything serious. No. But then you get so many of them, like that. Cursed Laieroni. You look at yeah. the the trailer for that. I didn't actually watch the film, but the trailer for that. It's and,
1: got zero humor
0: in it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it takes a really fast, seriously 2, for a jump scare the film. The is and
1: again. It's, there's no. I feel like by making yourself a two and a half hour horror film, you've either got to be the smartest thing ever or really interesting. But it's just a ghost story. So there's no need for a ghost story to be two and a half hours without anything interesting to say. Yeah. And again, it, there's no real jokes in that. And I think this was a good step. I would watch this one over two any day. Yeah. I don't know if it's as good as one, but on my rankings of conjuring films, this is like definitely easily better than the second one.
0: It's probably my the first one's probably the best. Yeah. Then Alval ones I've seen this one and then the Annabelle ones. Yeah, which which, uh... which set up? yeah. You know, the second one I wasn't really keen on. It's just long oh.
1: and un- uninteresting, mostly, yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: so final thoughts. Final,
1: fucking... Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: I'll let you go first. Um. Yeah,
1: kind of mirroring what we've just said, if you go into this expecting a really fun 90 minutes of just dumb, stupid, spooky but not scary action and shit jumping out at you that you're obviously going to see from a mile away, funny, a lot of good humor... Uh, and some interesting characters. And uh, you know what? Probably one of my favorite narratives, the actual story, I think, is very interesting. They don't successfully do everything kind of well. There are moments where it's like, well, they could have executed this a little bit better. But I think, again, for a movie, you're probably never going to watch twice. It's a good distraction if you've if you got nothing to do. You've seen everything else at the cinema. If you you have this, basically, if you've got this or the, con, or the or a Quiet place to choose from, I would choose this any day. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, again, you're not going to remember it probably in the next few months, but it's fun while it lasts. And for me, and it makes me a little bit high. I'm going to go for a seven out of ten on this one.
0: Okay, That's a little bit high, isn't it? I mean,
1: but... <laughs> I had fun.
0: I'm not that high on the movie, but fair. No, I'm not high in terms of like the seven. Okay. Um, saying that, though, I mean. Well, I, gave, well, I gave I quite like gave it two quite too fast to which a four. Yeah, so I think probably a six that's for fair. me. Yeah, mine's like a low, um,
1: like a low seven, a high six. So
0: I think we, you know, yeah, six seven is probably fair. So you know, uh, I just echo what Liam said. I mean, for anyone who's going into it wanting the Conjuring one or you know a real like good horror film, I, I, I think this isn't for you. This Not isn't yet. what you are looking for. I think that's why Steph. I think Steph gave it two out of ten, which is uh, the a bit him. cruel, but okay. I think it's cruel, but I mean, she she's a really like you know. I don't. I don't think she's necessarily like. You know, she was looking for a, ho- a good fair, horror film. It's fair. I don't think this is it. If you go into it like kind of with, you know, a pinch of salt and think more expectations, yeah, and think <laughs> I'm just going here to have a bit of fun, you're going to really enjoy it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think six seven it's is fair. probably fair. I
1: um, really. I think we're pretty close. Yeah, because I think
0: yeah, yeah, it's, yeah Low seven. It's it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah, if not, watch Dark Waters one or two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can always watch the Hunger Games. Liam probably needs to.
1: Oh uh, yeah, clean me a rewatch because I yeah. don't remember these films. Oh. Yeah, if
0: I mean messages, if you want to do a Hunger Games review, just we'll don't do watch Quiet <laughs> 2. Yeah, don't watch Quiet place That's plus, all we're asking of you. Yeah.
1: And don't tell us that it's good because it's not. I've had so many of my friends say it's good, it's not good.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that that's one thing that I think we need to, to address before we do our like, you're all wrong. On right. So many people are saying that this is a masterpiece, the story's so good. It's the same fucking story as first, right? Like I respect everyone's opinion. But not this one. But not on this one. No, yeah. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I just I just feel that you need to um well, obviously you like what you like. You need to fucking chill out. Oh, oh. Hello, Mr. Postman. Hey, there's a pizza leaflet. Mr. Po- Mr. Pizza, Just come through man. the letterbox. Um, yeah, it's it's nothing amazing. I think, get over yourselves. <laughs> Just
1: watch better horror films. Like, either watch stupid... Uh, good, 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 good. John
0: Krasinski admitted, after we said it on the podcast, <laughs> that he didn't want to fucking he do the film. The
1: podcast and then, owned up to it. He came yeah, out. my
0: big friend, John.
1: But there's a game... I feel like I'm talking about the movie again, but... um Quiet Place 2 takes it so far too seriously. If you're going to be a smart horror film, you've got to be fucking exceptional. You've got to be hereditary levels. If you're going to be a dumb horror film, be a dumb horror film and I'm going to They like needed
0: it. to change the game and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. They needed to change up, like rather than doing the same copy and paste story. It's aliens to alien. Do an action film. It goes in what I said. I feel that John Krasinski's just put it out because he's like, he I didn't want to do He right? said. I, no, I think because the third one's going to be a spin-off. All right. Okay. So, like, hey. they're doing, they're going, they're doing the Walking Dead. It's what I yeah. said, though. You know, they're going to go down the Walking Dead route. And uh, do you know what? It's another conversation. Liam your podcast.
1: Uh, oh shit yeah I forgot I have a podcast uh, Bad Taste Buds um, we are doing Mac and Me this week that'll be out on
0: Monday I, I love the wheelchair scene have you seen I, the I, I went, film yeah no but I went and watched it and I watched Paul Rudd uh, Paul it's, Rudd wasn't yeah, it he doing the Conan, the, he? the Conan thing And it's a stupid ET podcast. Juice from uh, Friendly Sparring and uh, Breaking the 4-4 podcast you remember Juice yes I really uh, love he, juice. He, he loved that he's um, a good man a so good man. shout out to Juice as well uh, Bad
1: Taste Buds pod on Instagram and Twitter and Bad Taste Bud podcast on Facebook do check us out we release episodes every week Week. We are gonna get Harry on eventually. I've had to do a few little things with my um scheduling, but that is happening uh next couple of
0: weeks. I'm sure talk about we... Twilight.
1: yeah. Of Twilight the Sparky vampires.
0: Yeah, because I have such a guilty pleasure for those movies. You love them. I, you know, know the last do ones know, ones I, know, I don't even know. I don't I not even know. It's like an unrequited look. It's like, it's fine. like part, of me, part, me, part of me, part of me, part me really dislikes them. Yeah. But then part of me still like I'm happy to sit down and watch them. It's bizarre. There's
1: no there's nothing guilty about. A guilty pleasure. Like, honestly, just enjoy what you enjoy. Like, I love One Direction
0: way. as well, guys. I don't know how I feel about that. Harry Styles. you can got to love Harry Styles. I
1: just feel like every time like every time we talk about this, was a little bit gayer. Like, it's either Vince Vaughn or Harry Styles. Or oh, Wilson.
0: but Oh, actually, we I don't think we spoke about it. Oh, did we speak we about this on the Quiet Place podcast? We, people have probably stopped listening now. I'm not, yeah, they've turned it off like, but, um, <laughs> What was it? Freaky. Freaky. Oh.
1: I think so key and I yeah, yeah. That. So
0: there's a trailer, there's a film coming out called Freaky. It's got Vince Vaughn in it, and it's from the people who make uh, uh, Happy, Death uh, Day. Happy Death Happy Death Death Day.
1: Again, I'm a, I'm a, as a horror fan, I I completely endorse both Happy Death Day films. They're a lot of fun, and they're really really funny and spooky.
0: But Quiet Place Two, we saw the trailer for Freaky, and it's got Vince Vaughn in it. I'm so hard for he was that. just
1: masturbating in the seat like watching Vince Vaughn do, do a cheating routine. The,
0: like as a straight man, I've got the ultimate man crush on Vince Vaughn. Yeah. like, do you know what the thing is? Like, I don't get it. I really, I think we'd we'll have to do an episode on why is Vince Vaughn like?
1: We should do an episode on man is. crushes. I mean, he I'll shouldn't do, be. I'll do girl crush, but you we should do like an episode on biggest man crush and why biggest man
0: crush. Yeah, who's mm. your girl crush?
1: I have to think about that. Like probably someone old, like a Jessica
0: Lange type. See, or... I thought you were going to say that, or, or mm. the, the who's uh, Sterling's mum? In oh,
1: Archer. uh Jessica Walters. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's that's
0: a good one. Like yeah. I have like a mate major. Like, I
1: want someone yeah. to like I want someone to call mummy. Oh, that's so gross. I didn't mean to say that. I think maybe
0: you should pick someone who's alive.
1: Yeah, she's
0: probably a bit cold now.
1: <laughs> I love Jessica Walter; she's a national treasure. I love her so much. Yeah. Right. Oh, what was no, we're probably not going to keep this, but let's do the
0: outro. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do the, do the outro. outro. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, as always, subscribe and share the podcast. Give us some love. Give us some love. It's the Pick a Mix pod on Instagram, and Twitter, Facebook. Just search the Pick a Mix Podcast. Hit us up. Thank you very much for listening. Thank Take care. Guys. All the best. You. Goodbye. Bye. Go watch Bye. Say, horny devil. Oh.